Good morning, Rabbi Sal. Good morning, Rabbi Sal. Rabbi Sal, let's continue with the sugya of Maka Bapatish. Yesterday we started a little bit of an introduction. A couple of halachah and we got through as well, but the ikkur an introduction, and it's going to take a few days to get through all of the halachas to understand it on a real way, uh, and also the practicalities of the various different methods of the halachah as well. Like I mentioned yesterday, Maka Bapatish is one of the most interesting halachas. Because there is no one place that you'll find it, even in the Gemara for sure, and Shulchan even more for sure. It's scattered everywhere, and the applications are very, very interesting, very practical, very alakalamaisa, very, very nageya. So yesterday we just mentioned, let's just go over yesterday's sugya. The idea of Makabapatish means the completion of an item, making it ready to use, making it more complete. That's the basic idea of Makabapatish, Koloshna Gemara, Koloshna Mishnah, is the final hammer blow. We explained yesterday that not but upon him some hold you can be over on two malachas at the same time, because every malacha could be makabapatish, and others hold no, that completing the utensil is called boina or whatever that may be of that malacha, and makabapatish is only afterwards. So yesterday we started with one sugya, hapaseach base hatsavo, which is making something usable, it's beetsam complete but I'm making it ready for usage, that's Makabapatish. So the example we gave yesterday was, if you open up a safer and the pages are uh, stuck together in a way that they were never um, separated, in other words, they just weren't cut by the machine. So the halacha is, that's called Makabapatish, that's an isadaraisa, to separate those pages. It could also be an isra of koreya, which we're not going to go into at this moment of time. Agav, everybody here is familiar with the Mishabur and Simon Shinmen that says that if it got stuck through the binding process. That means, it's not the pshat that it never was separated. It was. But when they bind it, sometimes the glue and stuff like that can spread in different places, or maybe with the pressure. Sometimes, if I'm not mistaken, we learned here, last, was it last month we learned Taifa? I don't remember. Did we do Taifa? We did diapers, right? And we, 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 we showed the little the, the ripping of the diaper when you open it up, which we said is not a problem of Kairaya, because it was never typhoid to begin with, simply because it was only from the pressure of the machine. Ilan, are you with me? Very important to remember. Therefore, if you find pages of a safer that were separated in the factory, just got stuck for some reason by mistake, whether it's the machine, whether it's the glue, whether it's the binding, so then that would not be a problem. Again, it could be a problem of Kairaya, it could be a problem of Kaisev or Moichik, if it's on letters, there's are many different Everything is intertwined. You have to know everything. It's Mayudik. That's why you guys are here right now. Oh. To know everything. Learning learning Shabbos, learning saying one base medrash in pretty much one morning. We have you know you know so many halakim of shulchanor going on over here. Beautiful. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. So that is the sugya of making something ready. Let's move on. Abyssal vita. Okay, perfecting an item. Okay, now we're talking about something that is again complete, but I'm perfecting it. This is something that people don't even chop. It could be in Issa, Doraisa, Mamish Kafiya Gemorafia Shulchanarach. Okay, and that is as follows. For example, the Shulchanarach brings in Shabbosayin Ches, Atzad Sur Bekli, that if a person basically makes, takes an utensil, he takes a plate that is fully finished. You can eat from this plate. And you decide to make a nice pattern on it, and you put a nice gloss over it, which makes it, you know, more gishvak. 
Now, you could have eaten from it before. The plate was complete. But it's more gishmak to have a plate that has a pattern on it or has something like that. The Gemara says clearly, And the Chiddush we learn from the Gemara is that even though the plate is 100% complete, it's, I could use it. But it's more gishmak. And it's really complete when it has a pattern. So it means that completing an item, even if it was usable, could be, in many cases, and this is the rice of Makkah Patish. Let me give you an example that all of you are familiar. Shulchan Aruch, Semen Shin Beisi Base. Very, very clear Shulchan Aruch. A person buys a brand new suit. You buy a suit, it's beautiful, it's cavaldic, and then you see there are some strands of thread on the suit. I'm not talking about the strands of thread that are actually inside, where sometimes it's like popping out. And like, it's like it's a different color even sometimes. Like it's, you get sometimes like them white threads and stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. Depends, I guess, where you, where you, where you start, but which store it is and how expensive the suit was. But if, you know, right, you know what I'm talking about. No idea. Martin, you know what I'm talking about. No. What, even in England? Ah, very nice. Okay, so if you have one of those threads and you pull it out, that's about an Issa. What's the Issa? It's one of those Isserim, by the way, that people think when they learn the Lama Tesmalachas, oh, that one's not Nagaya to us. You know, we, it's not Nagaya to us, that one. Right? You learn the Mishnah in Ayin Given and Shabbos. You learn one of the Lama Tesmalachas called Paitseya. What's Paitseya? I don't know. It's the opposite to Oireg, to weaving. Right? Everyone thinks, say it's not Nagaya. Like, I don't weave on Shabbos. I don't sew on Shabbos. I don't unsew on Shabbos. It's not Nagaya. What do I do already? Zuk, this is Allah Khanamaisa, by the way. When you find a suit that's got one of these threads that's inside, and you just, you just push it, just pull it out very simply. I'm not talking about it's on the outside, it's, on, it's inside. You pull it out, it's an Isadaraisa. Mamshaivskida, one of the Abmalachas and Shabbat, so people don't even have that, they're being over Isadaraisa. That's why the Chavitz Chaim writes in the Hagdoma to Chaylet Gimel, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with, he writes that if a person is not a Boki in Hilchas Shabbos, he's being Machalo Shabbos 732 times every single Shabbos without a Shaila. It's Poshut. You don't even have how many times you're doing Boira and how many times you're doing Eschitim and Losh and all sorts of things because you don't know. So, Hashem, that's what we're doing over here as well. You ask him? Good. So, really, when you pull out that string, it's Asa. What about a string that's not inside? What if it's only on the outside? Again, you buy a new suit, there could be a strand. So, Shulchan Aruch says, Shin base base, look it up. That taking off that thread is an Isadaraisa Makimapatish. What's the Isadaraisa? I can wear the suit. The suit's beautiful. I can wear the suit, there's no problem. The answer is, if the pieces of, of thread were left over from the guy who sewed it, right, originally, I'm not talking about it fell on or it got messed up, whatever it is, I'm talking about it was left on from the sewing, that's an Isidoraisa. So I asked Hagoyna Godel, Rabbi Zul Obachshlita, those of you that are not familiar, Hagoyna Godel, Rabbi Zul Obachshlita, is the son-in-law of Rav Shemiz Alman, a son-in-law of Rav Yashiv, brother-in-law of Rav Chaim Kenevsky, we're talking about a Yid that's mamish, surrounded, Gedolei, Torah. So I asked him, what does that mean? What's the definition? So he said to me, if you wouldn't go to a chasana because it was on there, that means that means there's a problem by taking it off. But if it doesn't bother you, if it's such a small amount and no one sees it, then he was makel. But Lemaister is very important. And Rafalk Lemaister was masking to me. It's more in the Gemara this way, which I'm not going to go into the Mashmois. But Rafalk Zatzal was masking to me that it means it has to be it was left over from the guy who made the, te- the suit. If it wasn't left over from him and it just came on afterwards, then it's fine. But if you buy a suit fresh... Especially if you get a suit tailored. And the mice, uh, you have a piece of thread, simply taking off the thread. <laughs> it's not even something attached, nothing, no cutting, no ripping, just taking off the thread. 
could be a shail of an Issa, the Oraisa, Shulchanar, Shin base, Seed base. Look it up. It's a very clear halacha in the Gabbadat Sugya. By the way, a couple of other things that the Olam I don't know are so familiar with. For example, you have a door that's making a squeaking sound. So what do you do? You take oil, WD-40, whatever it is, you take one of these sprays that, you know, reduce the pressure, the friction, and in order to do that, it, you know, makes it much, much, much easier and uh, stops the noise. By the way, that's, that's Makibapatish on Shabbos. I, I didn't do anything. That's Makibapatish. If you have a bike that doesn't go around so well, you're squeaking it, you take WD-40 and spray it for the kids. That is called Makibapatish, by the way. Okay? Mordekashayla, spraying a shaitel. Right, for example, a person, a woman wants to spray a shaitel to keep the, the tsura of the form. I remember a couple of years ago, I got a phone call from, um, I answer Shailis for a, a halacha, I used to anyway, one before Yeshiva started, whatever. A halacha hotline, kavalacha. And a woman calls up, and, and she, she sounds like she knows the shaila. Like, like, she mamish knew the intricacies of the shaila. Now, you have to be very careful, by the way, Rabbi, so I'm training you for the future. You have to be very, very careful when you answer Shailis on the phone to people that you don't know. That's a very big problem. Sometimes I just say, I, I cannot answer the go and ask your, oh, your local Rob, because he knows who you are, you are and where you're holding. But like, you've got to be very careful. I remember one time, um, a woman calls up, and it was an interesting Shaila, so I said it's okay, and I could hear her on the phone, talking to her husband, ha, you see, I told you it was Muta. Oh, how do you think he feels, Rabbi Sai? Right, so this is a preparation that this is not going to happen. So anyway, the woman calls up, and she sounds like she knows the shayla. Like she was talking about spraying the shaitel with curls on it. You know, they, they put these plastic curls, they put it up, and they spray it, it keeps it in its sewer, then you take out the thing. Then you go, that doesn't understand, but uh, it's Hashem, don't worry. This will be the shmooze by the shemabrochers. Right, you understand all the shmoozing of, of all these zachen. But I'll put him, What's that locha? This woman wanted to know, and she knew the shayla. So I tried to understand, why did she know the shayla with all the details? She said, I'll, t- I'll be honest with you, I asked another rabbi, but he was machme. I knew that you're more makel, therefore I waited for your time on the Shaila line to answer, so I know you can answer, which Lamaisa is a big problem, right? The Gemara says three places in Shas, Chochem Shetime, Ein Chaver Yochelatar. You're not allowed to ask, answer a Shaila if someone else answered the Shaila already, and they were machme, they were makel, depends on how it works, exactly, we're showing them how that works, we're not going to go into it. But I'll upon him, spraying a Shaitel, or anything like that, could be an Issa of Makabapatish, because I'm making it, again, it's usable! The shaitel is usable. The suit is usable. The door is usable. But I'm making it better. I'm perfecting it. And that is the Issa of uh, Makiba Patish. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai, to the sugya of shoelaces. Now this Rabbi Sai is a terrible Misa. This, I tell the Olim a terrible, terrible Misa. Okay, we should never know such a Misa. It's a The children were having fun with Tati shoes. And they take out the shoelaces of Tati's shoes. <coughs> Tati comes with, it's ready for Mincha. He said, what do I do? I can't walk into shore without shoelaces. My shoes are going to fall off. It doesn't look nice. It's a past say, I want to put the shoelaces back in. What's the halacha? I don't know. If you think about it, like, so I think for a minute, a guy who doesn't know Shabbos, he thinks, okay, well, what's the Issa? I mean, like, even what, let's forget about the Shaila. Did he even think about the Shaila that he's even a Shaila? That's another question. But let's say he thought about that's even a Shaila. What's the Issa? Putting a shoelace in a shoe on Shabbos Kodesh. What, what, what am I doing, Lemaisa? I can even walk with the shoes, but Edsem. So if you look at the Shulchanak and Shin Yitzang, it's very, very clear that when you take shoelaces that have never been in the shoes before, that is called an Issa of Makabapatish, Matak and Mona. That's what it is. 
It's what? It will not be taifa. It will not be taifa. It will be makabapachas. Taifa means to take two things, connect them together to become one. You're not doing that with shoelaces. You're simply bringing the pieces closer so that it's tighter on my leg. It's not taifa. It's not the hagdor of taifa. Al koponim. Yeah. It's not. Oh, Aaron Dov is a murder kasha. Aaron Dov is a murder kasha. Now you're going to see my uh, baseball skills. Candy for you. Oh, almost. There's a way, there's a mahalach, right? It's under the arm the, there's a, with the leg. The leg. Oh, it's the other leg? Oh, sorry, what can I do? I'll stay to my day job. All right. Football team, advert for the football team coming up, right? <laughs> huh? Okay. Um, Al Kabonim. Aaron Dov is a Kavaldika Kasha. Aaron Dov says it's not the first time. One second, Aaron Dov, you're asking on these shoelaces or Stamazo's shoelaces? Meaning the shoes had shoelaces 20 minutes ago before the kids pulled it out, right? Okay, good Kasha. What about if I take a brand new packet because they ripped it into shreds? So I have a new package of uh, shoelaces. Can I put that in? It's not a brand new shoe. Why not? You, hear, you ever hear guys say that? Is that by on Shabbos? I don't know. I think it's water. I think it's water. You know, they have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what they're talking about. It's not since Vachim. But they have no idea what they're talking about, about Shabbos, Halacha, Lamaisa, Shem Yerachim. But I go, Bodim Lamaisa, Shulchanot says very clearly, in Shin Yudzayin, see base, if you take shoelaces that were never placed in a shoe before, that's going to be a problem. By the way, even though these shoes, says Arundov, even though the shoes were worn before, they were used before, they had shoelaces before, but they didn't have these shoelaces? That's why it's a problem. So, Nisan Karel, it's answering the kasha about the child. When we don't know which shoelace belongs to which shoe, because the kids took out both shoelaces from both shoes, I can't put them back in because maybe this shoelace wasn't in this shoe. Now, to return a shoelace that was in the same shoe, right, that came out by itself, and the kid pulled it out, and I can just bring it back to the original shoe that it was in 10 minutes ago, that's for sure okay. But to put it a new shoelace that was never in this shoe, even if it was from another shoe, that might say will be asa. Tikkun mona. So what's the etza? What do I do, Allah Khanamaisa, if I'm stuck with a shoelace, Right, out of the shoe. So there are two eights. The Ksaysa Shulchan and Chaim Noah brings it, that there are two eights. Anyone know the eights, by the way? That's not an eights. That's not an eights. Ooh, Zuk Shmiel. Very good. Don't put it in all the way. What's Pshat? Why? Oh! Beautiful. number Take a colored shoelace. Who in their right mind has a different colored shoelace than the shoe? Why would someone do such a thing? That doesn't make any right. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you have a different colored shoelace than the shoe itself? You match the shoelace to the shoe. I don't know. That seems to be. I don't know. Today, there's a lot of things that people think are normal that are not normal. I'm sorry to tell you. And we'll leave it right there before I get in trouble. I'm on camera. You take a different color shoelace, then there's no shiloh. Why not? Because you're in the right mind going to do that. Take a fluorescent yellow shoelace and put it in your shoe. No one in the right mind is going to walk on the street with a fluorescent yellow shoelace. Mimela, zungab chayim no. We're not worried that a person's gonna leave it there. And a khanami, if a person in Nazar Oifen that he thinks that's a normal thing to do, so maybe an khanami will be also to have a fluorescent yellow shoelace in a shoe. Eight to number two. Eight to number two, Shmiel, 
Baruch Avram, Rabbi Rothstein, whatever you want to call it, the sugya over there, the Chabura, they say the answer is very simple, is you don't put in all the way. In other words, take the top two loops and insert it into there and do up the shoes. This way, I can manage to go to Mincha, Baruch Hashem Shemin, I can go to Mincha, but I don't have to, you know, be over in Nisad Araisa and be over in a Mitzvah of doing an Aveira of Dikin Mana on the way to Mincha in that case, okay? So that is the basic idea when it comes to shoelaces. Rabbi said we... Huh? Put in the top two loops, in the top two holes. Just the top two. This way it tightens it. And I know after Shabbos I'm going to take it out and put it back in properly. Shabbat. Rabbi said one last sugya for today. There is so much to discuss. Let's get to the sugya of the belts. The oilam we yesterday were hacking. What's with the belts? What's with the belts? Ah! The oilam wanted to know. What are we hacking going to do with the belts? So everybody here is familiar with the Mogen Avram. The Mogen Avram in Simon Shinyad Zayin says very clearly the following thing. The Mogen Avram says there's a very big difference between a shoelace and a belt. What is the difference? So why am I allowed to put a belt that was never in this pair of trousers or pants before or switch it around, whatever it may be. If I switch my pants, am I allowed to go along and switch the belt? Why is it different? And about the Mitzmutu, we know that if you were put on a pair of pants in the morning and you want to put a belt in, we never heard loy shamanu loy ra'inu that there's a problem of putting a belt on Shabbos into, into a pair of pants on Shabbos. What's the problem? What's the difference? So the Morgan of Rome, listen to this Morgan of Rome. It's Paskin Allah and Mai Snaidi Khovitz Khamskhus and Yugna Lani Dutz that's coming up in the Mishnapura. Where the where the Morgan of Rome says like this, two differences, and listen very carefully. Because we're gonna end off maybe with a Shilat's late. We're gonna end up with a Shilat that we're gonna have to get to on uh next Sheba is Hashem. Two things. Number one. Number one, you are not mavatal the belt in that place. By shoelaces, you put the shoelaces in. When you take off the shoes, you don't take out the shoelaces. You leave them there. You mavatal them there. So what going to wrong. Reason number one why a belt is different to shoelaces is because lemaisa, you're, you're, you're not mavatal it there. You take out the belt from time to time, where you put away the pants, or you change suit, whatever it may be. So mainly you're not going to Mavatla there. That's reason number one the Morgan Avram says. Reason number two the Morgan Avram says is because Lashon of the Morgan Avram It's something that you put in and out the whole time. And therefore there's no Tikkun Mona in such a case over there which means even a brand new belt you're allowed to put into a pair of trousers. However, big however, if you have a belt that you are Mavatla there then that doesn't fit into the two etame of the Morgan Avram. Which means if you have a child's pair of trousers, a child's pair of pants, where you put the belt in and you leave it there, or like some posts can hold, that if, it's, if it matches the pair of pants, because you have dafka only for that one, and your das is to leave it there, which by kids' pair of pants, you do that. You don't take it out every time. It comes together with it. You buy it together with it. You come never take it out. And if it did come out, that, according to the Morgan of Ram, Mishra could be an Issa of Tik and Mona. Now, Rabbi, so we have to move on, because I have to finish, but I do want to end with one thing to think about. Until next time. Lefizeh, Avishayla. And we'll, maybe we'll make a demonstration, but Avishayla. When you take off a, ke- a ketchup bottle, okay? And I remember doing this by going to Rizal Obak Shlita, and he thought I was like, what? Morgan of Ram and Shin Zayin, ketchup bottles, what's the Shaykhas? You take a ketchup bottle lid off for the first time. Take it off. People do this, by the way, all the time, okay? And you peel off that little plastic, that little seal, that seals it in, right? And then you put that cap back on. Do we have a chiv 
to kill you, yes or no? And does it make a difference if you're Israeli or American? Join us next time. Have a wonderful day.